Welcome to the Getting Messy Podcast. Regular guys taking a raw look at walking a life of faith. No churchianity, no judgment. Just trying to live, love others best we can, not cause harm. I don't know what I don't know. I know I want to stay curious. I want to understand and I want to love hard. Jumping into this first episode has been a real trial and test of faith. I am like others that I've spoken to and listened to where the hardest part of beginning a project is beginning a project. I've walked through many questions and drafts and starts and stops. I even pushed pulling the trigger before really finding what my purpose was. What is it to get messy? So getting messy requires looking in the mirror. We including me, are unable to naturally look at ourselves. Others can tell us we're messy, but unless we see it ourselves, it's easy to deny and tell others, it's not so bad. Taking a page from the recovery community, nothing is going to change until I choose to make a change. Until I go take a look in the mirror. Is it that easy? Well, first... Go to the mirror, start by wiping the schmutz off my face, then wiping off the mirror, then deep cleaning my face. Looking hard, looking real, and then checking in a different mirror. Oh yes, we don't often talk about the mirror. We will. What or who is our mirror? This first episode is all of my time in front of a couple of mirrors and how I'm starting to get messy. Here, getting messy. How it is that I that we, but particularly me, how do I walk through life with trying to follow Christ, trying to follow Jesus? It's been like a number of strange, I don't know, it's just been circumstances, choices, actions, responses, items of accountability and, and, and consequence that, that are all happening. And I keep coming back to my thought process for getting rid of right and wrong. You know, looking back at it, looking at it, it's like so driven by how I love and want great things for other people. If there's any kind of agenda, that would be the one. Yes, I want to be great, but I want to draw out their best, challenge their best. And this is a strange place, a strange time. Because I understand there is a certain... There's a certain vulnerability to go to someone and say, what you said hurt me. I, I responded something, you know, you know, hurt being a response. And I'm sure based on what we've seen in, you know, different media and even in that response is they come back, at least right now, that you're called a snowflake. And that suddenly has this bad connotation. No, something bothered me. And I want to figure out why. I want to find out why. And it was what you said. Particularly, it's someone that you that you know, or someone that you are, you hold in esteem, right? 
to be able to say, hey, what's up with that? And to be able to have that conversation for those that are in that position to be able to say, yeah, okay, sure. I, yeah, I, I did say that. This was the context of what I was talking to. I'm sorry if it upsets you, but help me understand what it is. Help me, again, great, help me to be better. So I'm really kind of been struggling with this. Why does everything feel like? Why do so many different topics, so many situations seem to be black or white, right or wrong? Why do our conversations talk about you know, lawsuits and convictions and punishments as opposed to being curious, asking conversations, minimizing things like lawyering up? I mean, granted, yes, there's... You know, there's definitely a joke about lawyers making you know tons of money on this, and it'd be bad for business. But but it's bad for our health. I mean, look at how we are as as a society. I know that right now, being called a Christian or identifying as a Christian is incredibly polarizing. That there are a lot of opinions, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of anger, and I don't like that I I don't feel comfortable calling myself a Christian because I don't want to be associated with those type of people people that make those choices but I do my I try to do my best to kind of follow where Jesus teaching is in many ways it comes back to that story of the when Jesus was riding in the sand most people know that story under a different title subject but I like to think of it as Jesus writing in the sand because it's sort of a plain activity. There's nobody being accused, nobody being threatened in that title because that's really what the story is about. It's about him forcing many people to wait, many people to look before lashing out in, in anger or hate or misunderstanding or hurt to put that rock down. Are you saying that you've never been in this position why don't you put that rock down and then at the end it's like who condemns you neither do I the only person who had the ability it was possible for him to throw the rock he didn't and we learn that yes it's possible but it's not very probable the choice that was made the consequence forgive was so much better than how it might have felt to throw a rock. And all this coming from me and Messi sitting here, sort of processing, going through my routine, countering the unhelpful thoughts that are in my mind, but reading Second Timothy and hearing the words speak to me, replacing Timothy with my name, thinking of people in my life who have, even who I have feel that have abandoned me, who have been beside me, and all the the change over so many years. I want to start this messy conversation. I want to change the language. I want to stop this yelling and screaming. When someone says something, posts something, whatever, that bothers me, that hurts me, that, that concerns me. I want to be able to go and ask, what, what is 
What's that about? To be vulnerable and say, you know what, that hurt. And know that if there, there may be a, a very much a negative response at, at that point, then I know there's some hurt there and I'm just on the receiving end of it. There's some hurt that I can't help. There's somebody, maybe they need to go be vulnerable with and say, hey, you know, I'm hurt. One thing about <clears throat> Messy that really stinks is that there isn't a reset button. I would love to have a reset button because so many times I go into a situation without caution or with boldness. I can be a pretty raw person. I try to be authentic. Some folks might say I go in without a fully functioning filter. I'm also the kind of person who will say things to sometimes just cause a reaction as much as simply being myself. As a result, I'm sometimes misread a person or a group of people or an audience or a classroom and find I'm standing here with my foot in my mouth. A reset button would be a whole lot easier than having to do the work to repair that relationship. And as willing as I may be to do that work, I cannot do that work alone. The other side must be just as willing to repair it with me. You know, reset buttons are available on almost every piece of technology we have. It might be hidden inside a device. It might be a series of keys pressed all at the same time. It may just be my removing power. In contemporary devices, they're set up to save your data. So after resetting, we can begin again, almost right where we left off. It can be like running Minecraft with cheats on and keep inventory selected, <laughs> walking back into that process. And we alone are the only ones who remembers the mistakes. But relationships seem like a one-shot project. You only have one chance to make a first impression. How many times have I heard that before? An interview or some big meeting or event. I know I've found myself in several positions, including currently where a misstep, poor choice of words, launches the situation spinning out of control. Add to that the idea of social media today where a single post or a tweet becomes the same as someone's character. Now there is this popular movie cliche where the characters do the whole, oh, let's start over, hi, I'm so-and-so. And the relationship has a reset, followed by a montage of getting to know each other scenes with bouncy epic music. But it's still a movie. I mean, what is it to be held accountable? Why does it seem the word punishment is more appropriately used in that place? Why is there space for only one view, for one interpretation to be right and the other wrong? Accountability is not possible if there's no option for recovery, for healing and repair. Accountability on both sides of a conflict. Right now the world seems to be exploding with a grasping for control in any possible form. Almost daily, there are stories of this person said such and such. I and my group are offended, so we have to fight to cancel. I've heard the word accountable used, but the actions that follow carry no hint for recovery. Any apologies are rejected, any context ignored. 
there's no possibility that it was misheard or misinterpreted. There's no chance to fix it. What's left? What does this do to our world? This is the time to get messy. It may take getting pelted with a few rocks or washing off some mud, picking ourselves up and learning to lean on Jesus' call for us to love our neighbor as ourself. It reminds me of this sermon Jesus is pretty well known for. It has lots of blessings or promises. They're sounding a little different to me at the moment. It's okay to feel like the world is crashing around you. It's okay for you to mourn over loss, loss of things, opportunities, relationships, people. It's okay to feel so small and everything around feels huge. It's okay for you to burn with desire for justice individually and socially. It's okay to not want to fight back. It's okay to have the best of intentions. It's okay to want to make things better. It's okay to want all of these and still get knocked down by others. For all these, Jesus says, I got you. Keep at it. I got you. It sounds like hope. It sounds really, really messy, but it sounds like hope. It's not answers. Definitely not right answers, just hope. It's just the kind of hope I'm willing to get messy for. Thank you for listening. If this was useful to you, I am grateful. So do me a favor and click to subscribe and keep listening to this mess. You can also find us on Instagram at getting underscore messy. Shoot us a note there. Feel free to share this with anyone else who might benefit from getting messy with us. Remember, I am for you. Stay safe and we'll see you soon.